Hey guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Nate. And we are going to tell you all the things you really want to hear for teens. So if there's anything that we haven't talked about yet or questions that you have that you'd like to know about, let us know by emailing us at realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And that's the number four. So once again, realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our new episodes every week. Hey guys, we're back with another episode. I don't know what number it is. Do you, Nate? Yeah, it's 19. Oh, 19. I was listening to a podcast over the break and the person's like, this is episode 357. And I thought, holy cow. I don't think I'm going to keep track. Well, I don't know. Well, I keep track when I publish them, but I mean, we set out to what make a podcast every week and we haven't been very good at that. No, we're not. It's really hard when the school starts to keep them going, but we're still, we're still here. We're we are still trying. We are still here and we will keep putting out, we will keep <laughs> making new episodes. As quickly as we can, as much as we can. And you know, the more we get questions, the more we make them. So, yep. And we have how many? Two? Two questions? Yeah, we got two. One, so one person, um, this question was sent on the 1st of December and went right to our junk. And so I apologize. I found it in there. Um, I need to be better about checking that more often. Um, so I'm sorry to this person that it took so long to, to get to this question. Um, the question is... How do you get over not making the cut? And they mean in sports or activities. Um, so imagine that you have an activity that you really wanted to be a part of or a team you really wanted to be on, and you didn't make it on the team. How do you handle that? Mm. That's a tough one. I remember, I don't remember, I think it was my junior, maybe my sophomore year. My sophomore year, I think. I tried out to be on the softball team. And my boyfriend had just broken up with me. And so I was having a really bad day that day. And I still tried out and I didn't make it. And I was pretty sad, but I kind of just blamed it on, well, it's because he broke up with me. That's why I didn't do very good. But I don't know. I'm trying to think of a team... I often didn't make it on teams. I tried out to be on a dance team. I didn't make it on that. I tried out to be on a softball team. I didn't make it on that. But you kept trying? That's only two. That's only two times but you said trying. you didn't make it on lots of teams, though. I'm trying to think if there were other I, I wish I would have kept trying. I wish I would have done things in high school instead of just giving up. And I don't know. I look back and I see the kids that are on teams and they do things and I wish I would have if I didn't make it on that softball team I wish I would have done like a rec team with my friends I see so many kids that are on like rec basketball teams and they have so much fun with it yeah like yeah. I, I have some students right now who um, they were pretty bummed when they didn't make it on the basketball team this year yeah and so they started a rec team and you know, for all intents and purposes, I know that they're having fun with that. It's not the school team, but they're still having fun, still enjoying it. So, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is you're not going to be chosen for everything in your life. 
Um, case in point, there's a th this local high school that I coach football at. I've tried to get a job there a, a few times. A few times. <laughs> and this last time I was, you know, it, it was like a legit, straight up, real opportunity that I felt like I was qualified for. I mean, even the principal was like, oh, hey, yeah, how are you doing? He knew me from coaching and stuff. And I still didn't get a job. You know, so sometimes things that you think you want don't happen. But that's something that I've noticed in life. And, and by the way, I'm not bitter about not getting that job. It just wasn't meant to be. But, but at the time, it was super hard and it yeah. was frustrating. And like, well, wait, why? Why didn't I get this? I mean, now you're okay with it. But at the time, it was really hard. Well, no, it's true. But and, and at the time, it is always hard. But once you get past the frustration or the initial shock, if you can stop and, and, and take a look at the situation and see, okay, well, what came of it? And sometimes it's hard to see. Yeah, for sure. But if you can stop and see, well, what came of it? Because there is always something good that comes from the bad. Even the worst of the worst, still, there's still something good in there if you want to look for it. Um, you know, that can actually be comforting, but it also can, uh, if not immediately, it can often lead to greater opportunities in the future. Like, I love where I'm at now teaching with my wife at the same school that's pretty fun um and who knows you know i don't know how long i'll be there if i'll be there forever or not i have no idea but you know i'll take it a day at a time and enjoy it but something else that i thought of is what was it was lindsey sterling on america's got talent playing the violin yeah yeah but i don't know what i don't I know what episode assume. but if you if you googled lindsey sterling american america's got talent rejection she was on America's Got Talent, and she was rejected. And I don't, if you don't know who she is, um, and, and maybe some people don't, she's, a, at this point, a very accomplished violinist. Like, very, very, very accomplished. And part of her show is playing the violin while dancing. And the judges on that show were just like, eh, you know, it's not for me. Like, I don't think this will take off anywhere, basically. Something along those lines. And she used that as fuel mm -hmm. and she used that as like, okay, well, you know, that's just your opinion. And she kept going. And after that is when she became big. Like she's, she really is a very accomplished violinist. So. Yeah. So sometimes rejection can be used. I mean, you really can take it two ways. You can feel sorry for yourself and bad. Mm -hmm. And you know, that happens at the very beginning, but then after you felt sad and after you felt upset about it then you can choose to keep feeling upset about it or you can use it to make you better at that or more focused on something else you know it doesn't have to be oh well I didn't make the softball team I give up for the rest of my life I'm done you know because if it's something you really want keep trying for it you know, say, oh, okay, well, I didn't do this well. I could improve on this. And you can even ask, like, the coaches if it's a team or the, is it called a conductor for, like, band? It is, right? The band conductor or yeah. the band teacher? Yeah, you can ask them, like, hey, what can I work on? I really want this. And then you just work on it more until the next opportunity. If it's something you really want, don't give up on it. Don't just 
say, well, I failed once, you know, they, how many times did Thomas Edison fail at the light bulb? Lots. A the, lot, right? The quote is like 2,000. Yeah, and, and he, he says never he just, gave up. He says he just found 2,000 ways not to make a light bulb. Exactly. But he only needed one way to make it work. Yeah, so don't give up. Even though it's hard and it's frustrating, you know, just if it's something you really want, keep working on it. Yeah. Um, and there are plenty of people that have been cut from teams before um, and still Michael use Jordan. that. Well, he... Isn't that true or is that not true? So he was not necessarily cut from the team. But as a sophomore, he didn't make it on the varsity team. Oh. He made it on the JV team. So even in high school, he wasn't good enough to be on the varsity team, and he's the best basketball player of all time. Sorry, those of you that think LeBron's better. I'm not having the debate, but in my mind, LeBron is not. We'll cut it there. Um, please, no questions about that. <laughs> but and like it, Walt Disney, they told him he wasn't creative Well, enough. yeah, Walt, Walt Disney was told he wasn't creative enough, and... And Oprah was told that she would never, like, be a TV star or something. Well, and then, like, Dr. Seuss. Do you know how Dr. Seuss got his start? No. He was a cartoonist for magazines during World War II. Uh, for uh, newspapers during World War II. Really? That's how he got his start. Huh. I didn't know that. So, like, everyone starts small, and you can grow into something big as well. But you have to be patient with yourself. And really, the biggest thing is just because one person says no, it doesn't mean another one might not. Yep. Um, I heard what I heard a story recently about a man who um, he lives uh, here in Utah. He was applying to go to dental school, and he applied at the University of Utah. Had this big um, interview. Thought that it was going to be great, and it's close to home, and on and on and on, and thought of all the reasons why it was perfect. And then he uh, applied for Las Vegas. And Las Vegas apparently is a very prominent dental school. I didn't know this until he was telling this story. But he thought, there's no way I'm getting into Vegas. It's too prominent. They get too many applicants, but I'm going to apply. And he applied and had his interview. And he thought, you know what? That interview went okay, but I'm not going to get it. He felt really good about the Utah one. But Utah rejected him and Las Vegas accepted him. So... Sometimes things, you know, may not go the way you think, but there are still always avenues to go down or doors that open up if you keep trying, but it takes consistency and it takes patience. And more specifically, it takes consistency and patience with yourself. Yeah, for sure. So, so don't give up. Um, keep pushing yourself. Use it as fuel. If you get cut from a team, use it as fuel to be better next time. That's what I would say. Um, the other question is, how do I know the balance of being selfish or being too selfless and only caring about others? Mm, that's a good question. I just heard a quote on a podcast about selfless, but I forgot what it was, <laughs> but <laughs> well, I helpful. know, I know that was very helpful. Um, what was it? It was a good one. <laughs> it was. It was a good quote. I just don't uh, know. It was a good quote. I don't know what it is, but it was so good. It was. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, whatever. I'm going to look it up. You talk. You answer his question. I'll okay. Look it up. Well, thinking about this, 
it's hard because if you are being asked to do a lot of things and people learn that you are somebody who says yes a lot, it's easy to be taken advantage of. So being selfless can oftentimes be led to being taken advantage of. And that's not necessarily because people are, are, are selfish themselves or that they are trying to take advantage of you all the time. Sometimes they are, but um, it's just people don't like rejection. So if you're the friend in the group that always says yes, then you're more likely to be asked a lot to do something because you always say yes, that's who you are. And again, people just don't necessarily like rejection. So for me, I try to balance things. Like if people ask me for help and I'm available and I look at my situation and I'm available, I'll do everything I can to help them. But I will help people according to my terms and according to my ability for the most part. Like if somebody needs help moving, I'm not going to go help them move their entire house from point A to point B and then some things to point C for a storage locker or something like that if I don't have like adequate ample time. Like I'm not going to put myself out more than I necessarily have to because there needs to be a good balance. But I'm still more than willing to help as much as I am possible, but I'm just not going to push myself beyond what I'm comfortable doing. Um, I think that's important. And as you get older, you kind of learn how to balance and manage that. Um, but it's just like, I mean, if somebody asks every once in a while for help, it's not a big deal. But if somebody's consistently asking, then you might be taken advantage of. And so it might be good to say, you know what, I can't help today or I can't do this today. I mean, here, here's a good example that I just thought of. And maybe it's not, but in my mind it is. Um, so before, when I first started teaching, so right now I have hall passes in my classroom, but before I started using hall passes, I didn't. I just kind of let students come and go as they needed. I didn't feel the need to have them, to let them have a hall pass. But I learned really, really quickly that, especially junior high kids, they take advantage of that. So you'll have the same kid going to the bathroom, you know, every day for a week or a couple times a day or something like that. And it's just like, eh, you need to cut that off. So as you can tell that people are starting to really take advantage of you, you might want to take a step back and say, hey, I, I just can't help today. I'm sorry. And they can get frustrated about that or not. That's really up to them. But you can't be a doormat. Once you've reached the point that you're being taken advantage of and you're a doormat, you, you don't deserve to be treated that way. But I understand the balance of trying to help people too. Like I really do. For me, it's hard. It's hard to get that balance of, okay, I need to take care of myself, but not be selfish. And I need to help others, but also take care of myself. You know, and you really have to think and... Like, think about yourself and if you're stressed out and if you're okay doing that. It really is about getting to know yourself and what you can handle and what you cannot handle. And I couldn't find the quote, okay? I sat there that whole time trying to find the <laughs> quote and I could not find it. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that podcast. Yeah, I'm curious what it is. Who was the, what was the podcast? I don't even know. I listened to a few. Oh. Okay. Alright, so what did you want to talk about today, Miss Jessica? I think you wanted to talk about it, Mr. Nathan. You were the one that came up with the idea. What is it? Just tell him. 
I'm on. Nate wants to talk about New Year's resolutions because it's a new year. New year, new you, right? That's what they say. Is that what they say? I don't know, but I heard another. <laughs> Did you hear that in another I, podcast? No, I heard another quote that I liked better. It wasn't New Year, New You. It was like New Year. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Uh, it was on Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pure truth. Pure truth, then, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, so it is a new year, um, obviously. And everyone kind of gets caught up in this idea of got to have new goals, got to have new resolutions, got to start over. January means like the start of a new year, so it's a new opportunity to be somebody different. New year, new you, like, like Jess already said. Um, and all of that stuff is well and good, but I just felt like, you know, it might be a good idea to talk about resolutions and like trying to set goals if that's what you're trying to do or resolutions or, or focal points or whatever you want to call them that are actually attainable um, and that break the mundane mold of like, you know, I want to lose weight or I want, you want to know to, the 10 most common. Yeah, what's, what's the 10 most common? The 10 most common exercise more, lose weight, lose weight, get organized, learn a new skill or hobby, live life to the fullest, save more money, spend less money, quit smoking, spend more time with family and friends, travel more and read more, read more. Huh? So, interesting let's quickly so start at the top of the list okay exercise more and lose weight go hand in hand yeah those are things that you directly see or directly feel immediately right are you kidding you definitely don't feel that immediately no when what you're i mean trying is, to work is out, if you feel like you're overweight then you can justify a hundred reasons why you feel like you're unhealthy oh okay so it's something that you can easily see that's right in front of you right oh yeah so that and, and those are also goals that take a long amount of time to accomplish or a direct really strong desire to keep doing. So like working out. I heard a quote once with working out. Do you remember that it? That I can actually remember. Oh my goodness. I think. <laughs> no, it is that working out is the hardest habit to start, but the hardest one to stop. And the reason being Because it's a habit. <clears throat> well, the reason being though is who the crap wants to wake up in the morning like I do at 5 a.m. and work out or go to the gym when everybody else is sitting around watching TV or whatever at nighttime? Who wants to do that? Also, who wants to go to the gym and watch the roided out guy in the back of the corner just Gymshark. killing, oh, Gymshark, just killing it and you're this limp noodle that can't lift a dumbbell? Are you making fun of me? No, but I'm That's just saying, I, I think oftentimes people that are considered more normal when they go and they have all these Gymshark type people, mm -hmm. that's overwhelming. It's like, I don't even want to be here anymore. I don't even feel yeah, comfortable. Yeah, don't go at 5 a.m. So, so what the point is, is which I would rather go at 5 a.m. than 5 p.m. I'm just saying if you when don't want to see When all your students are there. No, they go, apparently at the break, they go around like well, it's not 10, the, 11 a.m. It's not the break anymore. And most of them run out of bed. Anyway, the point is, those first two resolutions are things that are like the here and now. They're like the, oh, this is the obvious, right? The next ones are what? So you've Get got, organized. Okay, well, get organized again. You look around your room if it's messy. Okay, I want to get organized. Okay, what else? 
Learn a new skill or hobby. Okay, who doesn't want to? Really? Do you? Yeah. What do you want to learn? Um, I would love to be able, for, for me, uh-huh. well, it's actually been a teaching goal for years. I would love to be able to be better at asking and then re-asking follow-up questions to cause deeper conversations. That's not a so hobby. So students learn, learning can get deeper. No, it's a hobby for me because I do it every day. But do you want to learn a new hobby? A new hobby? Uh-huh. Eh, I'm good. I want to learn to draw. Did you know that? Yeah. Am I sharing secrets with you, you on a podcast in front of you, people? You can draw anything you look at. Look, guys, like for real, Jess can do, and I'm not, I'm really not exaggerating. It's she, not true. He's exaggerating. No, I'm not. I've been married to her for almost 12 years. Almost? You mean almost 13 years? Almost 13 years. years. She can do anything, literally anything she puts her mind to. She really can. She really can. So. Except say no. <laughs> I can make her say no. All right. Anyway, um, live life to the fullest. Okay, that one's just so broad. What does that even mean? Yeah. Okay. Save more money, spend less money. Okay, we all want to do that. Except Quit for smoking. teenagers. Okay, so if you have a bad habit like smoking, who doesn't want to stop? Most people want to stop. Spend more time with family and friends. Okay, but who doesn't want more time? Travel more. Who doesn't, Who doesn't want, want to travel, travel more? Exactly. Okay, what else? Read more. Okay, again, that's more time. It is. I bet a lot of the listeners, the teenagers are like, ew, gross. Okay, Why so, would we want to so read? So here's the thing. I am not right? at all. Maybe they love reading. I'm not at all trying to knock the 10 things on that list. I'm not. But those goals are just, they're kind of basic. Look at yourself. Like, look at you deep inside who are you? What do you want to accomplish? What are things that you want to do? You know, like, like for me, you know, this isn't one of my goals, but you know, it could be just for example, like it would, and it does make me feel good. But what if my goal was to make one person smile each day, one new person smile each day? Okay. So I think what you have to think about though, is why do you want to accomplish that like well, yeah. what is your purpose well we've talked about our why i know but in other episodes i don't mean like your why but just with that goal why yeah. would you want to make someone smile every day well but your why can be like your why or like the why of doing something small. yeah so what is so, what it would well your why so be? look if i wanted to make somebody smile every day and that were my goal then that would mean that i would have to change certain things about myself but you didn't like, answer my question well i'm answering it so if you'd be quiet long enough to oh, answer it oh me my gosh like I'm, I'm in bed. a classroom right now. No, I'm just kidding. But in reality, like if I wanted to make somebody smile every day, my why for wanting to do that ultimately would be um, so that I could be a happier person. Because if I'm wanting to make people smile, that means that I in turn have to be happy. And if I'm happy, then my life is better. That's honestly why I'd want to do it. It's easy to say, I want to be happier. But in reality, if you attached that desire to an action like i need to make somebody smile it's pretty hard not to feel happy when you see somebody smile unless you really try to not be happy but smiles are contagious they're like yawns when you mm -hmm. see somebody yawn 50 percent of the time or so you yawn yourself and right now think about how yawning how and then tell people, me you didn't yawn exactly how many of you are yawning right now so so that's kind of the point right so 
I would attach what I want to accomplish to an action to make it happen for me. So, like with one of these things, if you lose weight, okay, why do you want to lose weight? Well, maybe you want to be healthier. Well, I can tell you why I wanted to lose weight. To help your back? Yeah, I had back pain. Guys, like I had a back pain that was so bad. I would be debilitated for days when my back would go out. And I lost, how much have I lost? Like 50 pounds, 40 mm -hmm. pounds, something like that. And since I did that and I started working out, my back got stronger, my butt, yes, my butt, and my hamstrings <laughs> got stronger. But in reality, all of those things work to make your, your back stronger. Your arms also got stronger, your core. But the back pain has been a non-issue since. So my motivation for getting more in shape was more than just, I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. It was, I have debilitating back pain because I was kind of heavy and my body was atrophying because I wasn't working out. I'll let the health teacher explain that word in a second, if you don't know what it means. I am not the English teacher. Or the health, I, did I say health teacher? You did say health teacher. You're the one that uses all the big words. Atrophy? You know, I know what, what that atrophy means. means. It's like, start breaking down and not working like your muscles just start dying slowly. Strand by strand. Anyway, so I wanted to make my back feel better. So if you have a strong personal reason for doing something, it actually becomes attainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the quote about New Year, New You, I think the reason I liked it that I can't remember the quote was that it's not necessarily about like a whole new you, you know, because you're still you. You just want to accomplish things. And I like that it doesn't matter that it's, is it January 3rd? Right. Yep. Today's January 3rd. You can start a goal anytime. It could be a Wednesday in July. And, you know, I read a book um, and in one of the chapters it said it was titled like I'll start tomorrow or something. And it said, no, you start today. You don't wait till it's Monday. You don't wait till it's the first of the month. You don't wait till it's the first of the year. You can start today. And that mindset has really helped me when I want to start doing something. I don't need to wait till a Monday. I don't need to wait till next month. I can start in the middle of the week whenever I want. Well, that's true. And in reality, too, things that you put off for tomorrow really never happen. Because if you're always putting it off for tomorrow, tomorrow is always in the future. Yeah. We And what was that start today. quote? Was it um, don't? Don't put it down, put it away. We've used this in our home oh, yeah. lately to try to keep our home clean because we got lots of kids and it's hard to keep it clean sometimes. But the idea of like, don't put it down, put it away has helped us keep our house clean. It causes action rather than inaction. Yeah, and sometimes if you think of a quote or think of something inspirational to you that when you're like struggling or when you're, Maybe it's with studying for a test. Maybe it's for doing something to try out for a sports team. If you think of that in your mind, like your what you want, what you want to accomplish when you're tired and you don't want to study and you don't want to work out so you get faster, or you don't want to practice your instrument, whatever it is, if you have something that pops in your mind often, then it's a lot easier. Like I've 
gone to take like my socks off and went to set them on the ground and it pops in my head don't put it down put it away and that takes me 10 seconds to go put it away but it's gonna make all the difference so maybe look up like self-help quotes about it or I mean <laughs> I googled how to keep my house clean with lots of kids <laughs> and that's where I found that so, don't put it down put it away I, I like that quote but you know sometimes that helps sometimes reaching out to other people sometimes reaching out to the internet can help you too it can help you have some some focus so I with with, with some of the kids that I coach um, and, and in that book, uh, Atomic Habits that I told you guys about before, um, you know, having an idea of a goal far off in the future to accomplish things in the here and now is so helpful. Mm -hmm. So like I have kids now who have a goal of like, like in their mind, their mindset is I'm a college athlete. And so they ask themselves, would a college athlete do this? Referring to like waking up in the morning to work out or eating right or doing good in school, studying for that test, doing your homework. And if the answer is yes, then they do it. But here's the thing. If you're constantly asking that question, what would a college athlete do? What would a college athlete do? And you're in high school, that question is going to take you up to college athlete. It's going to get you to that goal. And then at that point, you can reassess. But if you're always working towards that overarching goal, you have to work in the here and now to accomplish it. So it's, it's pretty powerful to understand that this is what I want. These are the things that I'm going to do to get there and nothing's going to get in my way. You know, and, and it all starts, it all starts, I mean, for a lot of people, it starts now, you know, January. But, yeah, but like Jess said, you don't have to wait. No. So if you're listening year. to this in like February, don't wait till next January. No, start now. Yeah, you know, start now. What, think like what's who, that quote? who do you want to be? Every journey starts with a single step. I like that quote. Yeah, it's or true. Or how do you eat an elephant? Bite at a time. <laughs> bite at a time. <laughs> it's true though. Like if you had to eat an elephant, well, you got to start with the first bite. Why would you eat an elephant? Well, it was dead and you didn't want its body to go to waste. That's so sad. I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying, though. That's sad. I'm just saying. You can't, like, say, how do you eat a pound of nachos one bite at a time? Well, you have to use, like, an okay, elephant. Okay, well, then let's just say uh, a Milky Way candy bar. You can eat the whole thing in a few bites, but you can't fit the whole thing in your mouth at once. Well, maybe some people you can. You could. But most people can't. <laughs> you got to start with the first bite. I mean, anything is that way. You have to start and then don't stop. Even if it's a little bit of progress at a time, that's okay. We kind of, I think, with our goals, we expect to see a lot of progress. Like over this break, we decided to tackle organizing one area at a time per day. We spent an hour collectively. Yeah, or more. Or more. Well, but, her, well Jess and I spent more, but the kids spend an hour yes but we there were times that it was like okay i've organized this and this but yet this is still messy and this is still messy and this isn't organized and sometimes it's hard to see the progress you're making because it's slow you know and we expect like a big change like i go to the gym and i lift weights and i expect to look in the mirror and see a six pack and that still hasn't happened yet you know, you can't expect well, a big there, change. Well, it did but... there for a while. 
I never you, had a six pack. You were so close, and then you stopped going to the gym. I have not had a six pack ever. Okay. Ever. In Jamaica. One pack. Keg. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> powder keg. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes you expect to see a huge change with one week of work and, and it's a letdown it is a letdown but you know i don't don't quit think of why think of why you started well that's right? the thing is you gotta you gotta have that strong motivator in the beginning mm -hmm. and if a strong motivator is just i want to go to the gym that's not strong enough no it's not you need to have something more and if it's something like well i want to be a college athlete well guess what you're going to go to the gym then or i want to help my mental health i want to be happier or I want to be able to play with my grandkids. <laughs> okay, that's for me. You know, maybe He's, not for you guys. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're worried about being, you know, grandparents at this point in your life. But think about it. Don't you want to be healthy grandparents? Well, I mean, it's true, but they're not thinking about that. Fine. I am. Yeah, at 31, she's worried about being a grandparent. I could become a grandparent anytime. We have a kid who is going to be 20 this year. Yeah, that's not happening. Anyway, think of your why. Don't wait to start. Think of your, like, identity. Like, really, what is it about you that wants that goal, if that makes sense? Like, you want to be a college athlete. You want to be a happier person. You want to be organized. You want to be a lawyer. I don't know. And keep that in the forefront yeah, of your well, mind. Think about what it is that makes you want that. But the reality is, is what we're, you're young. And, and even in the grand scheme of things, like, I'm still fairly young compared to some other people. I mean, the point is, is... You're getting pretty old. But I'm still young compared you're to some You're going to be almost 40. I don't is that weird? I still have lots of time. Are left. you going to be 39 this year? Yep. Oh my gosh. But here's the thing. You, you don't want to talk about it? more and more progress <laughs> every year. You That's become true. more and more. So like my goal. If you choose to. Well, if you choose to, yeah. I mean, so we talked, I think we've talked about, about in earlier episodes. What, in July, this past July, I finished my master's degree. But I did a master's degree while being a full-time dad, while doing football coaching, while teaching full-time, while doing an, an internship. I, I was so busy. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. But my why was strong enough to get me through it. And my why ultimately is if I get my master's, it was master's in administration, maybe one day I can be a principal or, a, or an assistant principal. And then maybe I can help not only students, but new teachers. And I love helping students and I love helping new teachers. So my why, the ability, the desire, the want to help those people really helped me get through it. And then on top of that, um, it's the example that I am to my own kids, yeah. to my wife, to my family. Um, I, I'm the first person in my family to have a graduate degree, right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's just, I, I want to be a good example. I want to um, have fuel to be able to add to my teaching and to be able to hopefully help my students want to succeed too. I want to. Education's important. And it was enough to help push me through. Yeah. 
I already said my ending. I already said like my, you can do it. Do what? Accomplish anything they want to accomplish. You can do it. I can? No. Oh my. You can too. We all know you can. This Nate. is the first time. Anything Nate wants to put his mind to. This is the first time I've talked can. to Jess all day. So I'm really just teasing her. Um, yeah. She's actually, to be honest, she's laid up sick. She missed, I feel like I'm always sick when we do these podcasts. She missed school. She's been at home. And so literally, yeah. I've been taking care of the kids. And they're downstairs right now. And we're secretly like praying, hey, don't come up, don't come up, don't come up so that we can <laughs> do this podcast. But in reality, this is the first time I've talked to her. Like really talked to her. Kind of. I mean, we're kind of talking to each other. We're really talking to our audience. Yes, but you can still hear in my voice how much I like to tease. Oh, yes. But he I does. only tease those that I love. It's true. It's true. But yeah, really, you can accomplish whatever you want. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't know what that was. I don't either. It was like a hiccup burp. Oh, okay. It wasn't a burp. Huh? A vomit and a burp? No, I didn't vomit. Or a, a barp? Anyway. You can accomplish. Oh, it's a Bart. What? A Bart. No. A vomit, burp, and fart at the same Stop. <laughs> we don't talk about that on this up. These things that embarrasses me. Well, girls, girls don't ever do any of those things. So. Anyway, you can accomplish whatever you want. That's all I'm trying to say. If you have the right focal point. Yeah. If you do, um, you know. Actually, you know what? That's one thing I will add. Okay. I talk to, oh God, because I teach that AP class. So I teach an AP class. I've talked about it. And my AP class that I teach to ninth graders is a lot harder than most classes they'll take. Like, have your students said anything about it? Mine? Yeah, it's so hard. They complain about it all the time. I'm like, oh, did you guys have a good weekend? Yeah, studying for AP. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. I have to study for AP. I mean, I've got kids that are spending so much time on it. And... Some of them, I don't know what their why is, but they don't give up. They don't quit. I mean, I'll tell you, I watched, I mean, it's a lot of work. And, and, and you know, it's not me just being like, okay, I'm cruel. Here, take all this work. I have a content that I have to follow and, and that the AP Human Geography class, it's, it's, it's rough. The content is broad. It contains a lot of stuff. And, you know, as that class gets started in August and pushes to about... November by then you know the kids that are gonna drop usually have dropped and the other ones have stayed and it's just it's always fascinating to see those kids go through that and I, I even dare say torture at times just because there's so much work with it that their why is strong enough to keep them in the game to keep them going to keep them trying um, and maybe it's that they may get college credit or maybe it's because they want to learn how to study or maybe it's because they want to be pushed or challenged. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons, but it's just I'm impressed with their drive and their desire. And look, to give you an idea, like in my regular ed class, the AP class is probably easily double the amount of work. Oh, yeah. Than, than the regular ed class. And that's just because it's a lot more work. There's just a lot more stuff. It is a college level course in ninth grade and it's nothing like they've ever had to do before so the point of that is is i watch kids go through that every year i'm there along with them on the ride and they push themselves they drive and they don't quit 
I, a matter of fact, just saw a group of kids. Shout out to all you guys when we were sledding the other day. <laughs> like, You're I, getting shout outs now to people? Well, we showed up to sled. I'm not saying names, but we showed up to sled, right? And then what was it? A group of like six kids. All of them were former AP kids and one of them was a current AP kid. Mm -hmm. Just weird randomness that they were all together. And one of them said that, hey, we're, you know, we're friends because of AP. And we're together because of AP. And then most of them were all talking about how they're still in AP classes. And the point is, is the class is hard, but they enjoyed it. I mean, a couple of them said that it's their favorite class that they've ever had. The funny thing, and I've heard this a lot. I've taught this class for four years. I've heard it a lot. And it's funny to me that it's the hardest class they've ever had, but they love it. Yeah. Why is that? Why is the hardest class you've ever had something you love? It's because the why for taking the class is strong enough to pull you through it. And then you feel accomplished at the end when you're done. Well, and I think having, like, seeing the positive in it and how they said they made friends and stuff. Yep. You know, even through some of our AP hardest, like, challenges, our hardest things we go through if we're looking for the positive and we're creating relationships with it, that's going to help us too. No, I agree. So I guess my point of all that is this. When you set a goal, it's not necessarily going to, well, it, it, it shouldn't be easy. Goals shouldn't necessarily be easy to accomplish. Technically, they should be hard. Yeah. Um, but when you set that goal, you may fail and fail and fail and fail before you succeed. But don't quit until you've reached that sweet success. Because once you do, something that you set as a goal that you fail at over and over and over again is much, much, much better when you finally succeed. Yeah. Which was getting Jess to go on a date with me. Whatever. It wasn't that hard. It was. She told me she, well, she hated me. It was not that hard. She he asked me on a date. She hated me. I said and then, yes. And no, 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 no. We no. went to We hung out. She told me I was like a cousin and there would be nothing ever more than that because I was a cousin. Okay. He basically was. I mean, not really. We're not, <laughs> we are not blood related. But I grew up with him. Okay. But it took a lot of perseverance on my part to finally get her to agree to actually go on a real date. And now she, I mean, I, I know I always say sappy things, but I'll tell you, she really has made me the happiest person I could ever be. She always gives me like this <laughs> shy smile every time I say things, but I really mean it. And you know what? I mean, we've said this before. One day, hopefully you guys find that special somebody that helps you feel the way that she helps me feel. But goals, you know, that could be a goal. <laughs> yep. In reality, too, if you don't do good in the school and you don't have a good job, which I teach her, you know, I make a ton of money. It's bank, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. But in reality, like, you know, you should try to take care of yourself, though, that so you can be ready for that person when they come along. Yep. That's a goal. All right. You can do it. You can. Have a good year. Send us some more questions. Guys, like, really, I, I, I wish I could meet all of you. Um, I will say I had a question um, from somebody at some point at some day. I remember hearing this. They're like, how many times have you listened to or how many followers do you have or whatever? We don't 
have a ton of followers, really. We got like 17, <laughs> starting small. But we have been downloaded or listened to 3,700 times, which is interesting. So we've been, we're followed 17 times, but we've been listened to 3,700. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And it really is all over the world. But I, I wish I could meet all of you. Um, I wish I could help all of you. I hope that we're helping all of you. I don't. I don't know any of you know. I know some of you guys personally. A lot of you I don't. Um, but just know that I mean I love kids. I love helping people. Um, and without even knowing you, I can say that I love you because I love people. I want to help them. I want to help you find your happiness and your best self. And I know Jess feels that same way. I do. That's why we do this. So if you know people that can benefit from it, benefit from us, like share it, put it out there, and send us some questions. We love questions. All right, guys. All right, have a good week.